0: Michelle Sparks with you, and Eliminating Anorexia and Other Eating Self and Body Issues. Great to have your company. Picking up from the last podcast where I was speaking about overcoming anorexia and re-establishing your sense of worth and value. How do you do that when the very nature of an eating disorder takes you down a path that leads you further and further away? from feeling good about yourself it's such a lie the eating disorder is such a misguided solution it is one that just is bad on every front I mean it really is because you start dieting restricting food as part of your way of feeling better about yourself and better about your life but if you don't have other coping strategies as the pain of life continues if that's what you resort to controlling food and calories you will quickly find that it is an impossible task. You know, the bar keeps rising and you find yourself failing, feeling worse about yourself, losing control and feeling worse about yourself. So that voice that says you're not good enough grows and your self-esteem plummets. And so you end up in a place where you are not taking in nurture, physical, or emotional you feel ashamed you feel uh, you isolate yourself because you do you feel ashamed of yourself you feel possibly ashamed of behaviors that other people are having a go at or will not understand you know they won't understand that you're picking at your plate of food not wanting to eat they won't understand when you pull out of social occasions they won't understand when you maybe disappear to the bathroom if that's what you do um so yeah you may be feeling ashamed not only of your behaviors but of yourself because you're just not feeling good about yourself that is what an eating disorder is all about so your sense of worth and value gets whittled away through the course of battling the eating disorder and the voice that berates and accuses and criticizes and annihilates you gets louder you get more disconnected from others from yourself from your healthy self from the the part of you that used to say wait a minute i deserve something you get disconnected from that you get isolated you become ashamed it's like you move into this space that is really disconnected from the truth and from the very relationships and physical nurture that would actually do you good it's such a bind so let's just assume the person listening is in that place where you are aware you've isolated you feel shame your sense of worth and value is diminished has shrunk what can you do right now well i would say the very first thing you need to do is to understand how your eating disorder functions. And I would invite you to come on board the 4x4 Freedom Express simply, or even just look at the model that is part of, um, it's just offered in the front page of my website. Have a look at that, see how an eating disorder functions. I can actually help you look more specifically at how your eating disorder is functioning so that you become really clear that this way of trying to deal with your life is actually not taking you where you want to go and if you can see that then you can start to consider what are your alternatives and we can start to map that out so that's an offer but number one understand the nature of an eating disorder understand how your eating disorder functions and understand that it controlling food to resolve the challenges of life and painful self experience will never take you where you want and deserve to go. That's the first thing. The second thing is to get support to help you see and get free from that way of coping with life. Again, I can help you with that if you would like my help. No problem. The third thing and it really does tie in with the other two is, you know, healing occurs in a matrix of relationships. It occurs in connection. There is a sense of nurture that you've been trying to prove yourself worthy and deserving of feeling good about yourself. But you know what? Controlling food will never give that to you. Performing really well in your exams, Um, in your career, whatever it is, will never really give that to you. What you crave is actually a relational connection that says, hey, I see you. I love you. You have worth and value. You are important to me. So that is going to happen in relationship. It's going to happen in relationship, hopefully, number one, with other people. But if you're struggling to see yourself as worthwhile and valuable, loved and lovable, then you're going to struggle to connect with others in that way because you're actually putting forth the way you're currently feeling, which is none of those things. You're going to struggle. You're going to feel a bit autistic, may I say, in your connections. So how can you start to feed in on the truth that you really are loved and lovable? That you really do have worth and value. How can you start to believe that? Well, here's some thoughts. I said, understand the nature of your eating disorder. Understand how your eating disorder functions. Get support. But you know the other thing. Apart from getting support from someone like myself or a counsellor or a coach who can help you with your eating disorder, I would say to you, get connected. Just start to place yourself in a relational matrix. It may be with friends that you have isolated from and just need to reconnect. You may feel really weird about that, but I would just suggest that you start to allow yourself to be present, just to be present, not to perform, not to feel like you have to be anything in particular, but just to actually sit yourself, position yourself in a matrix of relationships. Come back out to the dining room table with your family. Oh my goodness, I can hear what a challenge that is right now because it's around food. Can you come out to the lounge room where people are watching TV? Can you come out to a game of Scrabble or some sort of game board activity? Can you come out and do something that you have enjoyed in the past? Was it some sort of craft? Was it some sort of artistic pursuit? Was it some sort of sporting pursuit? Maybe right now you can't do that sporting pursuit because you are undernourished, but maybe you can watch, maybe you can coach, maybe you can encourage from the sidelines a young team of people doing what you have loved doing and maybe are not doing currently. You know, it's hard to be prescriptive here because I don't know your particular circumstances. But I tell you what I do know. I know that injuries to our soul, injuries to our sense of worth and value come within relationships. And because of that, we can isolate and withdraw. But healing also comes within relationships. And you are wise to choose where you open your heart and make yourself vulnerable absolutely that's why the second point I made was to connect with someone who can support you in your eating disorder recovery I think that's really important but alongside that in addition to that and even if you don't do that which I think would be a good idea I would suggest you place yourself into some relationships where you can start to feel the ebb and flow of life and the nurture that comes from relationships. And guess what? It's not just about receiving. It's allowing yourself to be giving, but not in a driven, perfectionistic, I am the saviour of the situation or the world sort of manner, but just allowing yourself to encourage, just say, hey, well done, just to be present in some of those relationships that you have been avoiding. Just go there. Take a chance. Step out of the small confined space that you have been limiting yourself to and start to move into relationship. So I would suggest I'd love your questions. If you've got a specific question, if you can hit me up with your question or your situation, I would love to address your needs specifically. Please do that. Michelle at MichelleSparks.com or you can Twitter me at MP underscore Sparks. I would love to hear from you. I would love to address your specific concern, question or situation. Okay, so one, understand the nature of your eating disorder. Two, connect with someone who can support you to see and get free from your eating disorder concerns. Three, position yourself into a matrix or into some of the connections that you have been avoiding, you have withdrawn from. Allow yourself to sit in a relational matrix. And four, you will know this from me if you have been listening to many of my podcasts. I really do believe that... The human and divine are really important in this re-establishment of your sense of worth and value, and the reason I believe that is because, look, I believe it is a fact of your existence. It is part of your birthright to know, by experience, that you have worth and value, that you are loved, and that you are lovable, in spite of and despite what. Has been going on in your circumstances and in your performance in any area of life, food included, you have worth and value. It is undeniable, it is incontestable, it is unconditional. You were created with worth and value. You were created in the mind and in the heart of a creator that loves you very much says that you are precious in his sight of inestimable worth and value. That nothing can separate you from his love. Not your performance, not um, anything, nothing. You are loved and you are lovable. You really are. Whether you have experienced this or not, I would say to you, you can experience this in both human and divine connection. There is a God, I call him Jesus, and I'm so glad. You know, that God stepped into the planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned, that's my belief, and revealed himself as a man to show us what he was really like. You know, religion makes you fear God and makes you think God's out to get you. But the God I've come to know, and I struggle with religion big time in my anorexia and in my eating disorder, But what helped me recover was to get a whole different understanding of the God that created me, and and it was a God of love who created me with worth and value, who created me with a sense of preciousness. And you know what? That is my linchpin. That is where I go back to. Life happens. Pain comes. I've experienced heartbreak. I've experienced relationship breakups that have broken my heart, but they do not strip me of my worth and value and belief that i am loved and lovable because i that comes from a from a indisputable source for me and that can be the truth for you as well you can experience that it doesn't just have to be some sort of theory theory will never help you these truths of your worth and value of the fact that you are loved and that you are lovable these truths need to be experienced they need to be fleshed out and they can be i would love to help you experience this it would be such a pleasure so if you resonate with what i'm saying and you want to get in touch if you want to ask questions or just get in touch please do michelle at michellesparks.com and you can twitter me at mp underscore sparks but probably the best way to connect with me is via my website and via that first email look i really hope this podcast has helped you and uh, there's always so much more to say but that's enough for now i hope you have a great evening and um yeah with all my heart to all of your heart you have inestimable worth and value it is not up for debate it is yours by birthright and you are loved and you are lovable and as you start to experience these realities as a truth deep down in your soul you will open yourself up to the physical and emotional nurture that is actually around you and you will find sources of living water like you will find water that will quench your thirst and you will find a soothing and a salve and bread that fills you up in a way that is really nurturing, you won't hunger and thirst, you'll be filled, you'll be satisfied, and you will live life abundantly. So, great to talk to you. Wish we were in dialogue. We could be. Up to you. Until next time, travel well.